everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time to give a very special happy birthday to Remy, who has his birthday tomorrow. Remy loves climbing on rocks and pretending to be a ninja. We'll have an amazing birthday tomorrow, Remy, and I hope that you get to have lots and lots of fun. And remember, if you would like a special birthday shout out, all you have to do is go to our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com and on the homepage, you can order one there. And now it's time for today's story request. Hi, my name is Nora, and we love listening. We love that the stories are always so different. We would love to hear a story about Nora and millions and millions of living marshmallows and a queen unicorn living marshmallow, mermaid princess, and our yellow dog named Sunny. Nora came into the kitchen just before bed to find Sunny, her dog, up to no good. Sunny, said Nora sharply, what are you doing? Sunny's nose was inside a cupboard and the yellow dog was in the act of carefully removing a large bag of marshmallows. Ooh, said Sunny guiltily. Sorry, Nora, I couldn't help myself. Nora gently removed the bag from Sunny's mouth. You know you can't just go taking things whenever you please. These don't belong to you. Sunny's head drooped. I know, Sunny said quietly. I won't do it again. Nora replaced the marshmallows and gave her dog some fuss. Come on, you daft pup. Time for bed, she said, and they headed off for sleep. But Nora didn't sleep for long. She was awoken in the night by somebody in the kitchen. Oh, Sonny, that better not be you, she said as she swung her legs out of bed. But when she got there, Sonny wasn't in the kitchen. Instead, the dog was looking into it, watching someone or something. As quietly as possible, Nora crept alongside in the darkness. As quietly as she dared, she asked, What's going on? Sonny jumped at the sound of Nora's voice. It wasn't me, said the dog hurriedly. I didn't do it. Do what? asked Nora as her eyes adjusted to the shadows. And then she saw it. There were marshmallows all over the floor. And they were moving. They're doing that all by themselves, Sonny whispered. Impossible, thought Nora. Marshmallows didn't just walk around. Her hands strayed up the wall and flicked the switch, flooding the room with light. Run away, shouted the marshmallows. To Nora's utter surprise, every marshmallow had a tiny face, comprising two tiny black eyes and a small mouth. Arms protruded from their sides and legs beneath. Nora had never seen anything like it in her entire life. Wait, she shouted at the fleeing marshmallows. Come back. 
The squidgy, tiny people were climbing up onto the counters and heading to where a group of marshmallows had managed to get the window open. In a stream of pink and white, they were pouring through the gap and out into the night. Sunny took this as an opportunity to give chase, charging across the kitchen floor with his tail wagging. But the marshmallows were much quicker than either of them could imagine. Quickly, Sunny, we need to follow them! Shouted Nora and ran for the door. Oh, I'm right with you! Called the dog excitedly. Outside. They were just in time to see the last of the marshmallows disappear into what looked like a circle of white light in the ground. They're getting away! Shouted Nora as Sunny raced forward. Before Nora could warn against it, the dog dived straight through the circle in pursuit. Oh, Sunny! She said, her voice full of worry. I don't know what to do. At that moment, Sunny's head reappeared from out of the hole. Nora, you, you've got to come and see this, yapped the dog and disappeared again. Intrigued and amazed, Nora followed. She found herself on some steps dropping down to a world of pink grass and yellow flowers under an orange sky. And everywhere, in every direction, marshmallows played. Millions of them. Where are we? wondered Nora out loud. Oh, I don't know said Sunny, sniffing the air. Oh, I've never smelt a place like this before. It's very sweet. Nora could see marshmallows playing games, chasing each other, climbing trees, sat on swings, reading books, even enjoying picnics. There are so many of them, she said. Nearby, a wide stream gently cut through the landscape where the marshmallow folk enjoyed swimming and messing around in small boats. As Nora took all of that in, she saw some larger sailing ships heading upstream accompanied by a much larger shape rising half out of the water. Upon seeing them, the shape changed direction and came to rest with a pair of arms upon the stream's bank. It looked like a girl, but made from marshmallow. Are you a troll? asked the girl with a frown. No, just a girl and her dog, explained Nora. We were just following the marshmallows. Well, you might be a troll, said the girl. I'm afraid I can't take any chances. You'll have to come with me so the queen can see you. The queen? repeated Sunny. Oh, I've never met royalty before. Yes, you have snapped the girl seriously, because I'm a princess. Oh, wow, said Nora, stepping closer. And you're a mermaid too. <sighs> Enough chit-chat, said the princess, drifting backwards into the stream while taking care to avoid the ship's boats and swimmers. Stick to the bank and no funny business. It's just a short distance downstream. And so, Nora and Sunny found themselves taking a most unusual walk through this marshmallow kingdom. The little sailing ships furled their sails and allowed the stream's current to carry them back the way they had come. Nora saw marshmallow farmers driving tiny tractors pulling miniature trailers. There were marshmallow people riding bicycles along a nearby path and even a series of hot air balloons soaring overhead. And everyone was happy and cheerful, waving to one another 
and the princess, and generally ignoring the giant-sized figures of Nora and Sunny. Only the princess and her marshmallow crew upon the ships looked grim and serious. The water widened now, and just up ahead, beside a tall forest, Nora could see a grand castle with 100 tall turrets, each one flying a different colored flag. Oh, it's beautiful, said Nora. Then the sound of trumpets accompanied the lifting of the portcullis as the wide drawbridge came down. A thousand marshmallow soldiers marched out ahead of another spectacular sight. A large marshmallow unicorn wearing a crown behind her horn. This is our queen, said the mermaid princess bowing her head. The marshmallow soldiers marched right up to Nora and Sunny before standing to attention in two neat columns that left the queen enough room to walk gracefully up through the middle. And what do we have here? asked the marshmallow unicorn with a frown. It might be a troll, your majesty, announced the princess. Hmm, you're not very ugly, said the unicorn, leaning down for a closer look at Nora. I always thought that trolls had big, wide mouths and broken teeth and big, dribbly noses. And you have none of these things. That's because she's a human, said Sunny, trying to be helpful. Hmm, said the queen, turning her attention to the dog. You could be a troll. I am not, barked back Sunny. I'm a dog. I'm proud of it. Oh, I suppose you are rather small for a troll, admitted the queen. But we do have to be careful. I'm sorry if we've caused you any trouble, Nora said. We'd happily leave the way we came. We just wanted to see where the marshmallows were going. The queen was about to answer when a little marshmallow soldier ran towards them, puffing and panting. Your Majesty! Your Majesty! it shouted. In the woods! It's coming! The troll! gasped the unicorn. The tiny marshmallow nodded. General Sugardust! shouted the queen. Turn my army towards the forest. I want this troll dealt with once and for all. A marshmallow began shouting orders, and soon the army returned. And facing the trees where everyone could hear a creaking, cracking noise as branches splintered. All the soldiers were carrying long poles with sharp tips, and on General Sugardust's orders, they lowered their weapons to point forwards. Stay close to me, Nora said to Sunny. I don't like the looks of this. With a roar, the troll burst through the trees. It did indeed have a wide mouth and broken teeth and a big dribbly nose, but it was also twice as tall as Nora. Yummy! It shouted in delight as it saw all the assembled soldiers. Lots of snack-sized marshmallows! And then its yellow eyes fell upon the queen. Even better! A great big marshmallow unicorn! That'll fill my big fat stomach right up! Protect the queen! ordered General Sugardust. Charge! A thousand marshmallow soldiers advanced on the hulking great troll, brandishing their pointed weapons. 
But the troll's skin was tough and thick, and the sharp weapons just bounced off. Ho ho! laughed the troll. That tickles! He swept his big, knobbly hand down and scooped up a handful of soldiers. Time for a snack before the main meal, he laughed with a lick of his lips, and he opened his mouth wide to drop the marshmallows inside. Without stopping to consider the danger, Sonny leapt into action, bounding over and between the marshmallow soldiers, and barking with every step of the way. The troll had never seen a dog before, and this ferocious ball of yellow fur made him stop what he was doing instantly. What is that? roared the troll as he dropped the soldiers he was holding. Get it off! Get off! Sonny was running in circles around the big troll, barking and snapping and generally being a big ball of noise. The troll didn't know what to do and began to step backwards. But Sonny's constant changes of direction had the troll disorientated. Before it knew what it was doing, the troll had tripped over its own feet and thudded heavily to the ground. Springing upwards, Sonny landed on the troll's chest and grrrred. Help me, wailed the troll, covering his eyes with his big hands. With the troll cowering in fear, it was easy work to get Sonny to steer the creature to the castle's dungeons. Once it was safely locked up inside, the marshmallows were all soon cheering with delight. Good dog, said Nora, as she gave Sonny a belly rub. My kingdom owes you both a great debt of gratitude announced the queen, bowing her horns towards them. My subjects can now relax, safe in the knowledge that the danger has passed. It really was all Sonny's doing, insisted Nora. Perhaps I could invite you to stay for tea, asked the queen. Would you like that? Oh, yes, please, grinned Nora. I shall get Cook to prepare thirty different kinds of cake, and there will be hot chocolates for everyone. With marshmallow, Sonny went to ask before suddenly stopping. Shh, hushed Nora, her eyes wide. She very much doubted they put marshmallows in their hot chocolates here. Fortunately, nobody seemed to notice. And you must visit whenever you like, insisted the queen. But uh, I'm not sure how, said Nora. I've never heard of marshmallows disappearing through holes in the ground before. How will we know where and when to find the way? Oh, it's quite simple, said the mermaid princess. In the spring, the doorway opens on the third night after the full moon, and midnight after the second night of a half moon in summer, and the rest of the year on the eleventh night, following a new moon if the wind is blowing from the north. Otherwise, it's the thirteenth night. See? easy. Nora and Sonny looked dumbstruck. Or I could just send a marshmallow to wake you up, added the queen. Sounds perfect, grinned Nora. And it was. So if you hear something odd going on in your kitchen late at night, it just might be the marshmallows heading off to play. Just remember, it'll happen on the third night after the full moon in winter and no, wait, was it winter or summer? Hang on, I think it was midnight on the night before Christmas. No, 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 that's not right. 
Uh, was it two nights after bath night?